What is up, everybody? We are back with our Wolves win podcast after a 107-97 win, a 10-point win over the Kings. I'm going to be breaking down this full game, then I'll be talking about tomorrow's matchup against the Spurs. Let's hop right into this podcast. I was at the game today in person. Man, this game had me... I had a whirl of emotions today during the game. It had me sweating. It had me up in my seat. I mean, standing up constantly because... We had, a, we had a, a good highlight package tonight, I thought, uh, with a lot of dunks from Ant, some really big dunks from Cat, and one dunk from McDaniels. Um, so that was pretty awesome to watch. I haven't seen that too much in the other games I went to this season. Um, let's talk about Anthony Edwards first. We're going to talk about some of the great things I saw tonight. Anthony Edwards down the stretch was fantastic, especially in that fourth quarter. 26 points overall. Tons of big threes in the fourth quarter after not shooting the ball the best in the first half and, I mean, third quarter too, kind of. After a poor performance on Monday against the Suns where he just really couldn't produce at all on offense, I mean, he had a career high in rebounding, but he just couldn't put the ball in the basket on the offensive side. He had a great game today, um, 26 points. A lot of those points coming in the fourth quarter, tons of big shots down the stretch. I do think a lot of us forget Anthony Edwards is barely 20 years old. Like, he has so much more room to grow. Um, there has been games where he's, he's been kind of inconsistent scoring-wise this year. I mean, some games will have really big nights in the air game. He'll, I mean, more like shooting, I guess you could say. I don't know how much the scoring is inconsistent, but the shooting has been, especially from three-point range. Um, but he's 20 years old. He's going to grow so much. Like, it's just so weird for me to think about in five years. This kid's going to be 25 years old only, and that's probably usually like the start of players' primes generally in the NBA. Um, so he's got a lot of room to grow. And logistically, he may not, you know, and leave his prime or, you know, might not start to fall off as a player for like 13 years. Like, it's really weird to think about it like that. And in 13 years, he's still only like, I mean, he's not young at all. I mean, a 33-year-old in the NBA is definitely not young. But 33 ain't very old either. I mean, Stephen Curry, look what he's doing. He's 33 right now. Um, but great job from Ant. This was a must-win. He really helped us deliver. Let's talk about Cat. When the Wolves were down tonight, Carlton Towns really brought us up. The problem that he needs to fix, and I don't know how much control he has over this, but he needs to get more shots. Only 12 shots tonight. He made nine of those shots he needs to shoot the ball more um he does get double teamed a lot so i mean that does happen um i did turn off the ball six times tonight which he was making some really weird uh hero ball passes which was i was not really a fan of uh he was trying the over the shoulder pass and then the behind the back pass a few times it just really didn't work when he tried it i don't know why he was trying those but he needs to shoot more. Um, he needs to be a little more selfish. Like there was one time where he passed up a pretty easy two for maybe six feet out, wide open, with nobody really else to get the board. He saw his teammate wide wide open for three. His teammate passed out of that three for some reason and gave it up to like Beverly, I think, who missed the shot. Like Cat just has to take those two pointers for himself. It's okay to be selfish, especially when you're as good as Cat. Like he's still definitely the best player on this team. He should be taking those shots. Um, I understand him not getting many shots late with Anthony Edwards playing as well as he did. But 18 shots a game is where I want to see him at. 
Um, but yeah, overall, he had he had some really nice plays down the stretch, though, dunking-wise especially. I was super hyped up to see that. Um, nice overall game for Cat. And now I have to... This is just... I am so... This is where we're getting to like the negatives of the game. I'm really disappointed in this team's rebounding. I don't know what's going on with the rebounds, but we just can't, we simply can't... Actually, I do know what's going on. We can't box out. It's like we don't really care enough sometimes to box out, or we're just not thinking about doing it. We think the guys won't crash the glass. Um, apparently, Finch said they basically just watched rebounding film the whole halftime. To be honest, I don't really think it worked that much. But... Um, I'm just glad they're prioritizing that at halftime because it was a clear problem. Like, we gave up 20 extra possessions tonight with offensive boards for the Kings compared to us only getting 10 rebounds on the offensive glass. We got out-rebounded 47-35. to And the Kings don't even have great big men, you know? Like, Holmes is nice. He's getting big money. He's getting like $20 million a year on his contract, I think. Wait, was I maybe that's his contract. I can't remember exactly. Oh, I can't remember Holmes' contract. I think it's like around $20 million a year. Like, he's a decent big, but, I mean, he wasn't even getting too many rebounds. It was more like everybody else on their team was getting like four or five. Um, nobody really jumps on the stat sheet for the Kings as a great rebounder tonight. It was just a collective impact. But give credit to the Kings. They were clash, cr crashing the glass and doing what they should have done to get those boards, and we just weren't boxing out at all. There's a really dumb play. Like, I think it was the second Kings possession of the game. They missed a shot. Literally nobody on our team boxed out. And then I think it was like Harrison Barnes crashed the glass and got the easiest layup I've seen in my life. Like, that has to change. We got to get rebounds. We got to make it tougher at least on these guys. Like, if we can try and still give rebounds... I'll be happier that we're actually trying. But some of the times it just didn't seem like they were really trying as much as they should have, and they weren't thinking to box out. I did see better boxing out in the second half, but it's still, you know... I mean, there was a lot of lucky rebounds off for the Kings, a lot of long rebounds. I think I have to state that too. But we, we got it rebound better overall. Now let's talk about the defense. I don't have... I was cool with the defense tonight. I mean... Only allowed 97 points, four 16 turnovers. There is a problem, though, with the defense, and we've seen it over the season. It's reoccurring constantly. We just can't defend the pick and roll. Like, if a team has a good guard that can shoot a jump shot at a high rate, chances are that team is going to run the pick and roll at a very high level. The Suns killed us with that with uh, Chris Paul, who I don't think missed a jump shot down the stretch of that game on Monday. Um, and then tonight, Fox was making a lot of those shots, keeping the Kings in the game. Um, that's really why the Kings were still alive. Fox was really good down the stretch for a little bit for them, and then we sh we really shut them down in those last few minutes. They didn't really score on those last three or f like three minutes of the game. I don't really think they, they barely scored then. They just got some free throws from Harrison Barnes. Um, that was most of their points in the late fourth. But that's just the big problem with the defense. Overall, though, defense has been really good this year. It's a top it's a top defense in the league. It's better, it's more it's better than average. Last I checked, we were ranked twelfth in defense efficiency. 
um, after these last two games, I would assume that goes up to maybe top 10. That's a great spot for the defense. I'm happy with it. I'm really happy with how the defense has performed this year. The rebounding has been terrible, but I wouldn't consider that too much defense. I would just consider that being a rebounding issue overall. I think defense is a different thing. Um, but rebounding, ugh, let's improve on that. We are statistically the worst rebounding team in the league, by the way. Like, let's let's bump that up, please. I, I hate seeing that stat so much. Um, but good, great overall defensive game. I hope we keep this up. The first half offense was it, it really questioned it made me question a lot of things I was so confused with what we were doing we were down by 4 at the half only scored 44 points Wolf shot 11% from 3 a lot of these guys in their post game interviews are saying like they're going to shoot themselves out of slumps but there has to be a point where these guys just stop taking these threes we couldn't make a 3 in the first half we were definitely better in the second half from 3 but like, well, why are we taking 17 threes if we only hit, we're only hitting 11% of them? We went 2 of 17 from 3 in the first half. Well, There's a good amount of those that were open looks, too. Like, I think it might be a mental thing right now. A lot of their guys are just in their heads. I think the new ball could be a problem, but I think they should be adjusted to it by now. I'm confused why a lot of them maybe aren't adjusted to the new ball yet. I think they should be. I don't think that could be a big excuse anymore. Um, it's been a long time. It's We had a whole offseason, and we've had, you know, 14 games now. I think they should be adjusted to the, the new basketball. Um, I don't know why we weren't shooting more two-pointers in that first half. Um, I put a stat on my story. We were shooting 11% from three in the first half. And we were shooting 58% from two in the first half. I don't know if that's a coaching thing or just players don't really want to pass up the three ball because, they. I mean, there obviously there's a lot of talented three-point shooters on this team that are capable of making those shots at a very high rate. But there's got to be a point where they just don't take those shots and work the ball inside because we should have done that the whole time. Um, overall in the game, I think we shot what was it, 10 of 36 from three, and uh, overall it was like 55% from two, which 10 of, 10 of 36 from three is 27%, so obviously a big difference between those two numbers. First half offense, though, didn't really make sense to me. We'll see what happens there. Nas Reed, clearly still dealing with that foot injury. Uh, he did not play against the Suns. That was a big loss, by the way. We really missed that dude in that game. It's such a luxury to have a guy like Nas Reed. We need to keep this dude healthy. I think he'll play tomorrow, too. Um, I think he only played 13 minutes tonight. I think most of that has to do with his foot. I think some of it could be, you know, it would do with it's a very close game. Obviously, we need, we need Cat on the floor more. Um, but I think a lot of it had to do with his hurt foot. He still scored eight points in those 13 minutes, though. He's a very good scorer. He's one of the highest players on this team when it comes to points per possession. I think he might be top four, top three on the team, maybe even top two now uh, with points per possession right just behind Cat. Um, he's been great this year. It's a, very, it's a big luxury to have a guy like him. And now the last two things I want to talk about. We play the Spurs tomorrow. 
they have been worse than us this year, surprisingly. It's it's weird to say that. There hasn't been many teams in the NBA worse than us this year. Um, they're 4-10. and ten, Three-game losing streak for them. I'm sure they're already in Minnesota because um, we play tomorrow night at 7. But definitely don't overlook some of their guys. They got a few guys that can win them games. DeJounte Murray's been an absolute stud this year. 19 points, 8 boards, 8 assists a game. He's almost averaging a triple-double. He can really beat you. Um, he's been great this year. Calvin Johnson also has been great. 15 points, 6 boards, 2 assists a game. Like, just don't overlook them, you know? They have good players that can win them games. Anybody can beat anybody in the NBA. This is a team that also beat the Bucks. Like, stuff happens, you know? But this is a game we should win. Um, I have confidence that we will win. I have, I, I think we definitely should win this game. But I'm not going to be extremely, extremely surprised if we lose because the Spurs have good good players, you know? Um, yeah, but a, a win streak right now for this team is so important. Like, we're two spots out of the play-in tournament, four spots out of the playoffs. We're only two games out of the playoffs right now. It's so close. If we can string two to three more wins onto the streak, that would be massive. Like, if we can get a three-plus win streak going, that could legitimately, like, save our season, kind of. Um, or save, this, save the, st the sake of it. Like, say we win tomorrow beat the Grizzlies, and then beat the Pelicans. That would be a four-game win streak. We would then be 8-9. Um, and nine, And that would put us a lot higher in the standings compared to where we are now. Like, logistically, that would probably put us at the 9 seed. Unless the Blazers or, like, OKC goes on a big run, too, in the next half week. Um, but, I mean, it's not impossible. We play the Spurs, a team that we should beat. The Grizzlies, a team that I think we're evenly matched up with, especially with us at home, a team that we almost beat in overtime. And then we play the Pelicans, who are 2-14 and 14 and just have been awful. They did beat us once, though. That was, oh my gosh, I don't even want to talk about that game. But they're 2-14. and 14. Like, a, a four-game win streak is definitely not impossible here. Um, a four-game win streak could definitely save our season or just save the sake of it, and it would definitely help out our players a lot. That's for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I didn't really mention Patrick Beverly too much. I want to talk about him for a second. He was phenomenal today. I think he was our third best player overall. I was saying second best player. But then Ant really just popped off in that fourth quarter. Beverly's been huge for us this year. He's put up eight, four, and, uh, eight, four, and four a game. Defense has been awesome. He's been just a great leader overall, too. I'm so happy to have Pat Bev. I want to get this dude re-signed in the offseason. Two-year, $20 million deal. I'll take that. 10 million a year, I think he's worth that. Because um, he, sh he should be starting games for us every night. But hey, great game. Or, okay game. I was not happy with those first three quarters, but whatever. Um, good game. Let's win tomorrow. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.